Welcome to Generation XYZ, the faith-based podcast and platform where less is more, less religion, more relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I am your host and your voice, Shane Sorrells, the voice of Generation XYZ on a mission to encourage people to believe, dream, and walk in their purpose according to the kingdom of God. Today, I have a very special woman with me. Today, I have the ex of Generation XYZ, Minister Deirdre Sorrells with me. And we're going to get into another edition of Women's Wednesday after a quick word of prayer, if you will. Bow your heads with me and let's go higher. Dear Lord God. We come at this hour grateful for another opportunity to encourage and inspire your people. Heavenly Father, bless those under the sound of my voice with ears to hear you, God, and eyes to see your purpose and plans for their lives. Now, Lord God, I speak over the woman of the hour that she applies pressure and power to your word, Lord God, that she'll sprout up a new soul to want to join your kingdom. In Jesus' name. We give you all of the praise and the accolades, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I turn it over to Minister D right now. Well, thank you so much. Thank you once more and again for the opportunity. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't give reverence to God, who is the head of my life, to my father, to the one who created me and gave me a platform such as this right now to just co-labor with him. The word of God says that the harvest is great, but the workers are few. And so I am just honored to be one of his handmade servants and a worker in the vineyard during this great hour in time for the believer. Amen. So without further ado, I'd like to talk for a few moments on the topic of TMI, TMI. Now, when we hear that, uh, we normally think in terms of too much information. But tonight, I have a different spin on the same three letters, and that is time out for the mess and intimidation. Picture this, I'm in the midst of sharing a personal truth with 17 teenagers when two coworkers walk in. They never said a word, but we could all tell by the expressions on their faces what they were thinking. So much so to the degree that one of the kids turned to them and said, yeah, miss, we're getting all the tea. While we're waiting for closing ceremonies at the uh, competitive event we were at, I could tell that the kids were nervous. So I started up a conversation about what they were planning to do for the holidays. And one thing led to another. And before I knew it, we were talking about prom and we were talking about how we spend the holidays. 
Well, if you spent more than five minutes in a classroom as a teacher, as an instructor, you know one thing. People don't learn by you telling them. You've got to model it. And they don't learn based on you mm, faking and shaking. If you're not real with them, they're not going to be real with you. Amen. And more than likely, if a young person, especially a teenager, does not like you, they're not going to learn anything from you. So me being who I am, quite open and honest, sometimes to a fault, I pride myself on not having any personal business. Why? Because we're in an age now as kingdom believers, we've got to go into this thing full on. The reality is we don't have no business. Young people, you don't have no business thinking that you've got business. You know why? Because as kingdom believers, you got to know that the only reason why God will allow us to be in the fire is so that we can come out not smelling like smoke, <laughs> praising him, giving him the honor, giving him the glory, mm -hmm. and knowing that it is what it is. The truth of the matter is many of us have issues and cares and problems. Why? because we care what the world thinks. Let me pause to just read a passage of scripture to you. And it's coming out of John chapter 15, beginning at verses 15, no 12, through 15. New Living Translation goes like this. This, is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. That's why I share my personal experiences, even in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I, I don't teach math, I don't teach English. God strategically placed me in a classroom where I teach human growth and development. Four major components, real simple, and it can get boring real quick. Cognitive development, social development, emotional development, and physical development. It's all about the study of people. I couldn't have made that up by myself if I tried. I didn't go after that job. God strategically placed me in the assignment that I'm in because he wanted me to recognize that there would be a time such as this, a time of transparency, not for attention, not for my glory, but for his glory. And I'm just pleading with the believers out there today, generation X, Y, and Z, you don't get too young for this. 
Be transparent. Be open. Because believe it or not, whatever you've gone through, whatever you're going through right now, it's not for nothing. It's for a testimony and it's for a time. And God is counting on you to solve a problem in the earth. He's counting on you to be a change agent and a representation of himself in the earth. And you can't be intimidated. You can't be ashamed. And you definitely can't be sleep. We've got to be woke. What else does the word say? It says, uh, do, 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 do. lay down his life. I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Hmm. Sounds like something that Jesus did for us. You are, da, 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 da. you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go forth and produce lasting fruit. I want to I want you to put a pen right there, if you will. God appointed us to not only be representations of him in the earth, not only to be change agents in the earth. For some people, we're the only Bible that the world will ever read. So it really doesn't matter how young or old you are. We have to get out of this mentality that we have business, that we've got something that is personal. Because as a kingdom believer, can I tell you nothing's personal? It's not personal. If Jesus laid down his life for me, with all my ratchetness, all my sins, all my stuff, and he can turn around and call me friend, then I dare not think that I'm above his little ones. Whether that be my students, whether that be the homeless on the streets, whether that be someone struggling to get out of addiction, I cannot put myself above anybody. And the reason is because Jesus showed me firsthand by loving on me, forgiving me, coming to get me between that rock and that hard place, sending somebody with a word, sending somebody with a blessed hand. And so I dare not now withhold what he's given to me time after time after time again, because I think that my tea is being spilled. Time out for the foolishness, time out for us thinking that we're more than we are. God said in his word that one of the greatest sins is pride, the pride of life, thinking that we're more than what we really are. Sisters and brothers in Christ, can I tell you today that everything I've gone through, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, I'm not ashamed of any of it. You know why, come? 
And I can say this freely without batting an eye because God brought me through everything. And the moment I forgave, the moment I forgot about it, that's when he stepped in and he always gives me reward for the course. Does he have to? Did he have to do it? Did he have to make me bigger? Did he have to increase me? Did he have to bring me? No, but he did. So I can't just leave you with, yeah, you know, go tell your business. No, there's a reward in that thing. So I pick up with verse 16 and it ends like this. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go forth and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for. It didn't say some of what you ask for. It didn't say when you do right, he's going to get. He said, whatever you ask for using my name. See, when we go for God, when we let go and let God have his way in our lives, when we allow him to use our testimony in the public, oh, he'll reward you. When we go into our secret closet and say, yeah, but God, it's just so embarrassing. And he says, tell it anyway. And you go in the public and you do it, whatever. I don't know about you, but I've got a few whatever's on the table. I've got a few things in the spirit realm that I'm laying a hold of right now. Why? Because I didn't have any business. It's about kingdom business. And it's that same business that keeps me encouraged. Why? Because now today I know that I'm somebody. I'm not somebody because of my name being written on high, I'm somebody because of that and then some. I'm somebody because I'm a change agent in the earth today. Because I am who I am through Christ Jesus. I'm his daughter. I'm his co-laborer. I'm partnered with the most high. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Young people, don't worry about what people say. Let them see it for themselves. Never be ashamed of where you've been. That's a testimony. Talk about how you came out and how he was there through it with you and what it was like when he brought you out. I'm better today than I was a year and a half ago. So I don't have to be ashamed of what I went through. I can tell you God is real. And not only is he real, he's a loving God. Not only is he loving, but he's a compassionate God. And he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Do you have a whatever on the table? Do you have something that you're pondering on your heart that you've been waiting to see manifested? Leave tonight with John 15, 15, 12 through 16 on your heart.
I want to close by reading that in its entirety once more because I broke it up and uh, it was just through the excitement of the Holy Ghost, but I've got to read it again. It says, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the father has told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my commandment, love each other. In the mighty name of Jesus, I lift up every hearer on this podcast tonight. I lift up every home represented in the mighty name of Jesus. God, you said if we use your name, whatever, whatever we want, it shall be done. So today we come under your subjection and we say, let your will be done in the earth as it is in heaven, that whatever we stand in need of, it's already done. Father God, I pray that someone was encouraged, someone let go of the pride, someone is gonna go hard for you tomorrow, just sharing, just being open about how good you are and where you brought us from. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for delivering me from alcohol. I thank you for delivering me from depression. I thank you that I survived molestation. I thank you that I no longer have to be ashamed of alopecia. I thank you, God, that I am who I am because of you. I thank you that I'm beautiful on the inside and the out. I thank you that I'm intelligent, that I'm educated, that I am a change agent in the earth. I thank you, Lord God, that I don't look like what I've been through. I thank you, Lord God, that I've been through the fiery furnace. But when I came out of that furnace, I didn't smell like smoke. In fact, Lord, I, I, I look like pure gold because of your Shekinah glory. Oh Lord, it's never gonna be because of me. It's because of you. So I close this prayer, God, appealing to your holy matchless spirit right now that you would touch somebody out there, that you would anoint them and appoint them to go forth and tell their story, share their testimony, shed the pain, shed the embarrassment, go forth hard for you, oh God, that you might be able to give them whatever. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that salvation is had. I pray that if someone on this line has never declared you as their Lord and Savior, that they would do it tonight as they hear the minister extend the declaration. Amen. 
But more than that, I pray that you would just continue to speak through us, be with us, guide, correct, protect, and lead. In the mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. 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 Generation XYZ, it is time out. It is time out to stop playing. Generation XYZ, the word does say pride comes right before fall. And where we're going, we're about to set step foot in Generation XYZ. Oh, it's it's unspeakable. But as I leave you today, I leave you with an invitation into the kingdom, into the same team that we're on. See, Generation XYZ, we as humans need symbolism. That's why we have the cross. That's why we have holidays. That's why we go to church. We have places of fellowship. But Generation XYZ, you are living symbolism. And what Minister D was talking about and trying to get through was that you don't need anything more than you. Every day that you keep pushing, you keep fighting, every day that you grow, every day that you are being delivered, every day that you put your best foot forward, that's all the symbolism of Jesus Christ and the glory of God that you need. So yes, be encouraged through your mess. Be encouraged through your addictions. Be encouraged through your deliverance, Generation XYZ, because that's why he died on the cross. He didn't die on the cross so we could rock chains with a, with his face on it. He didn't die on the cross so we could have a t-shirt with a cross on it. No, 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 no. That's not what he was. That's not why he, why he perished for us. The sacrifice that he made for us was us being able to look at yesterday and say, damn, Jesus, I don't know how I made it, but I'm still here. That's the salvation. That's what we're trying to bring out in Generation XYZ. So I encourage you, if you're not already a part of the kingdom, if you're not already walking head to head with Jesus Christ, if you're not already in coordinates with El Shaheen, Yahweh, God, whatever his name is for you, I encourage you to not only believe, but play his hand. Read his word. Pray, praise him, and I guarantee you that your life will be changed. It's not just a declaration. It's not just a promise. I don't have nobody holding a gun up to my head or giving me any money to say this, but I see the glory. I see the progress. I see the mountains being moved. I see the miracles that have taken place in this kingdom that are still taking place. So I encourage you to repeat after me, dear Lord Jesus, I know I have sinned and I can't save myself today, but I do know 
that I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Make me a new creation. Devil, get out of my life. I serve you no longer. Jesus is in your name. I do pray. Amen. If you believe those words and you repeated those words with power and authority, Generation XYZ, I hereby welcome you into the kingdom of God. Amen. Generation XYZ, this is bigger than a prayer. It's bigger than a declaration. It's an affirmation for your ticket into heaven. So don't take it lightly. Go forth and be fruitful. I thank you all today for joining us. Be blessed. Got to learn my time to go. Never the right time to go.